Thank you for coming. Welcome to the show. This week we'll be talking Manchester United, Mourinho and Ravel Morrison's teeth. <laughs> Honestly, uh, just to prove that our boys in blue have got a sense of humour, Greater Manchester Police put out a missing persons tweet on Wayne Rooney. If anyone has seen a balding man with a very red face who answers to the name Wazza, please could you return him to Old Trafford? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all very funny. And then he turns up and scores the winner on Tuesday night. Take that, coppers. Jose Mourinho has had a mixed week after being given that one-match stadium ban for refusing to leave the referee's room at half-time during the West Ham game. He was invited in, but they'd rather overstayed his welcome. Well, we've all had guests like that, haven't we? I mean, Jose didn't even take the hint when John Moss came out in his nightshirt, winding the clock and going, is that the time? God. <laughs> and in a shocking revelation this week, we learned that a surprising number of Premier League footballers are plagued by tooth decay. This is true. In 2012, Ravel Morrison was sent home from a West Ham pre-season tour to have seven teeth removed. When asked for a comment, Morrison said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the football's on! Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Welcome Very to the nice. show. Very Welcome nice. to the show that is at Chelsea would like to categorically deny that there's any unrest amongst the cast and crew and rule 100% behind the producer. Yes, here we are in Stratford and we're joined this week by two marvellous comedians. It's Omid Jalili and Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes. And, and, as if that wasn't enough, per usual, taking his place amongst the people, it's Keith Dover. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. There he is. So the way it works is that I ask the questions, the chaps give me their answers, and I dole out points like Simon Cowell after a particularly trying weekend. So uh, <laughs> imagine, let's get on with it. Uh, first up this week, Tottenham and their winning streak continues, 2-1 against Anderlecht. Yes, the Invincibles march on. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk, we've got Clive Allen. We got Clive Allen. Let's let's have a little chat. Uh, Clive Allen was at the uh, at the game for BT Sport. Oh, he's not there yet. Apparently, Are you well, feeling well, better, Clive. No, he's not. He's not. He's not there yet. He's not oh, there. Okay. Yet. No, that's how unhappy he is. He suffered a relapse. <laughs> that won't make any sense to me. Well, uh, Tottenham. <laughs> Ian, let's start with uh, with yes. Tottenham. I mean, uh, they're doing well, aren't they? They're doing pretty well. Spurs. It really sticks in your craw to say that. I love it? saying that. that. Really hard. I'm absolutely to say. delighted with Spurs' yeah, well, continuing progress. Watching it, and you're going, well, you know, as long as they take something out of themselves for Sunday, and then, you, or you, and then when they score, like, yes, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to make them good for Sunday, isn't it? Actually, we've got the goals. Let's have a look at. Uh, uh, is uh, Harry Kane? Harry Kane scoring uh, uh, a goal. He's got, this is like seven now, isn't it? Oh, Kane finished that. Yeah. Oh, what a finish! Yeah. And uh, he knows where the goal is. That's what. That's I what they said. said. What he goal. knows where yeah. the goal is. One each end. Harry Kane. And 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 let's have a look at the uh, the winner. This is uh, this is Musa Dembele. It's a pretty decent shot with his um, with his wrong foot, by the way. It's a volley. Look at that. Oh. I can't do that with my my right foot. Uh, but, well, he's a professional footballer, isn't he? <laughs> that would probably be that. He's paid to do that. Um, Spurs. In yes. The, well, this is Europa League now, but you've followed Spurs in the UEFA Cup in the past. I mean, he's a Chelsea fan, by the way. Yes. But, ladies and gentlemen, no, no. <laughs> calm down, calm down. We're going to do a whole bit having a go at, or at Chelsea in a second. <laughs> Don't worry, you've got yours to come. Your time can, 
Actually, can I just say one thing? I, I, I went to the uh, Cup semi-final, uh, Chelsea 2012, and there was these people... I don't like it when Chelsea fans go, stand up if you, if you hate Tottenham, you yeah. know, all that stuff. And there was a guy next to me just kept... He seemed quite reasonable. And he, every gig get up, stand, he goes, I hate Tottenham. And I, and I said to him, do you really hate Tottenham? Because no, it's really just mob mentality. I said, the team I really hate is Arsenal, but we don't have a song about Arsenal, to be honest. Stand up if you hate Tottenham. He is one of so, the more working-class Chelsea yeah, exactly. fans. Because really. Arsenal, by the way, Arsenal, where yes. people go, stand up if you hate Tottenham. All our lot around us go, no, sit down. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> getting on a bit. Who cares? I'm very happy. But I actually, as a Chelsea fan, I used to go... In fact, this, uh, in the UEFA Cup 1984, uh, Tottenham won the UEFA Cup. They did. And I actually went to all those UA for the home legs. Why? Because they were playing a great... Well, good, good question. <laughs> uh, now you that, think about it. Is that, is that because found... Chelsea didn't have a team at the time? Chelsea ah. had... Um, oh. Boom! Oh. Actually, See, I told you he was getting it. Excuse me, we had Gordon Jury and Mickey Thomas at the time. <laughs> so, uh, was Mickey Joy playing for you then? Mickey well? Joy was no, just retired the year before. But I, I went to all the... Because they had a great team. They had players like Glenn Hoddle, Steve Archibald, Mark Falco. You had players like Mickey Hazard. Uh, Graham Roberts, those players actually that ended up at Chelsea, that the, the dying embers of their careers <laughs> ended up at Chelsea. And they played great football. And actually there was a game where they beat, they, they'd lost 1-0 to Bayern Munich. I think it was the third round. They'd lost 1-0. They came back and won 2-0 with goals from Archibald and Falco. And they beat Heiduk Spit. Uh, it was amazing. Steve, Steve Archibald, they, Can I just say, and they, beat, they beat Anderlecht in the final. They it was did. On penalties. It was they did. It was incredible. Steve, sorry, you had... No, I'm just trying to digest all of that information. <laughs> Steve Archibald. I remember Steve Archibald playing for Tottenham and all the Arsenal fans used to think Archibald is ugly for the entire game. And I, I actually... I, was, I had a few sort of image-conscious things myself. And I, we were all singing it and I used to think, oh, no, don't be horrible. Yes. I'm, sure, I'm sure he finds it difficult when he goes home. They all say I'm ugly. Don't you worry yourself, Steve. Actually, do you know what? Because uh, no, we'll, we'll say that. I, was gonna, I, was gonna, I said something, but maybe I should tell the story now. Because I, when I was at the Chelsea-Liverpool game, yeah. and there was an awful moment, you know, when the fans sing something, when there were 3-1 up Liverpool, they were going, you're not special anymore. Yes. You're not special. And, all that. And, it was, and, it really, and I got so upset, I got up and I shouted the only thing I knew I could shout to help. I just went... You're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, the, the silence, the silence was punctured by one person saying, sit down, you stupid git. <laughs> and the moral of the story is, never let your wife sit behind you yeah. when you're watching the game. I never let your wife sit behind me. Um, <laughs> I'm just... Too much. Um, you were talking to me, actually. Omid mentioned about uh, Maurizio Pochettino. Did you know that when Michael Owen got fouled for the goal in, in, in Poch, uh, yeah. 2002, there's a picture of uh, Maurizio Pochettino, smouldering Latin looks, I'd say, and an that's Alice fan. That's him there, is it? That's him there. And he fouled Michael Owen for the penalty that David Beckham scored. And through a, through a translator in his first year, he kept saying, I never touched him. He said <laughs> that many times. And if you see, it's, it's possible it was, with Michael Owen at that time. Uh, Michael Owen clearly did a dive there. Uh, yeah, but it was, that thought, was the no, moment of no, Beckham's no. redemption. English players don't dive. No, no, no. Of or I'm not. a Chinaman. <laughs> you look like Roy Keane. Seamless. We got, Seamless. We'll, we'll do that. Um, uh, do you think Tottenham can uh, can maybe get fourth in the in the Premier League this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. Yeah. They could even Definitely. get fifth. They could. They could even get fifth. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think they could. They could possibly they, they get could, sixth. Yes. As well. They could sink as low as they possibly wanted to on any on any week. I mean, yes, they could because Chelsea are unlikely to get there. 
It's wide open, isn't it? Well, then because, it's... because Chelsea aren't there, everybody's kind of going, oh, do you know what? We can do We've got a chance. Yeah. Villa. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you can't see... Le is that too much? <laughs> You can't see Leicester and West Ham sustaining that, can you? Uh, also, oh, the, no, can, no, can, no, can, no, definitely not. No, I can't do By it. the way, uh, Roy Hodgson named his England squad today. Four Tottenham players in the current England squad. Essentially, now, we are, we are relying on Spurs. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got, I mean... Uh, oh, De De Deli Alley, though. Deli Alley's yeah, great. Oh, he didn't good. play particularly well tonight. Harry Kane scoring goals. Carl uh, Walker with his... 200 pairs of white sneakers. Did you know <laughs> Carl this? Walker shouldn't be anywhere near a football team, let alone an international football team. Oh, that's a bit I, harsh. I, no, I that's think a very got, harsh thing to say. He's got the worst first touch in football. He, 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 his first, he has to chase after his first touch. He, and that's why he's so quick. He's constantly chasing after his own... <laughs> <laughs> his own that's ball brilliant. control is so brilliant. And, and Eric Dyer's been picked as well. Eric Dyer has been picked, just, yes. Just for the headline writers. They go, how were England in the Euros? Dyer. Yeah, oh. of course. And they've had a, um, they have got one of the best defences in the country as well, Spurs. Uh, it's a bit weird to even talk about them like really? this. It's, I mean, I, I know you're saying it sticks in my craw, but it is slightly worrying ahead of the North London derby on Sunday. I am slightly concerned. I didn't realise they were playing. You haven't mentioned it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have actually... Uh, we've got uh, Clive Allen uh, oh, joining us now. Uh, hello, Clive. How are you doing? We love you, Clive. Good evening, yeah, Clive, very good, thank you. You're the, you're the last one left. Have they, have they left you the key? <laughs> I'd have all gone home very happy tonight, I'm I must sure, assure you. I'm sure they have. Turn the lights off before you go. And, uh... <laughs> I will do. I'll cut the grass as well. <laughs> the, um, uh, with Spurs, I mean, when's it all going to all go wrong? Um, do you think about... Um, six days' time, I guess. <laughs> so, certainly just... not this weekend. Well, <laughs> no, but, but Tottenham do have a habit of, uh, of disappointing in the end, don't they? I mean, they are, that's, that is their, that seems to be what they do. And so, so what's different? Um, I think it's a young emerging team. I think he's, uh, Pochettino's uh, had a lot of confidence in the younger players that have been developed here and then the additions of Deli Alley, who, who had a, a decent game again tonight. And, Dyer has been called up to the English squad. All of a sudden, I think there's a real, there's a real um, spirit amongst the group there is. and a, a determination and unbeaten since the opening day of the season. So The, the Invincibles, that's what we call them. And you've still got Adebayor to come back as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, exactly. He's training with the under-fours at the moment, apparently. Uh, <laughs> he's scoring loads of goals. Scoring loads of goals, is what I'm told. They just keep pumping the ball in there. It's not fair. It's not fair. Um, um, now, obviously, being a... Are you still there, Clive? You still there? No, you are. I'm being just an, there, yeah, yeah. Being an ex-Arsenal player, you must have enjoyed last night. <laughs> I did, actually, yes. Yeah, I think that... Um, it's, it, it was always going to be a difficult task, but um, oh, Bayern Munich, you know, away. Bayern Munich probably, the best, probably the best team in Europe at the moment. But I think their, their league form has been sensational, Arsenal, and they have a realistic chance this season, along with Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the comedy bit at the end. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, listen, I hope you enjoy the North London derby. Well, actually, I hope you have a terrible afternoon on Sunday, is what I mean. Uh, but thanks very much for joining us, Clive. Nice to chat to you. Clive Allen, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Legend. Legend. Yes. Um, OK, I'm going to... Uh, uh, well, yeah, as I said, there is a point system in this round. I'm going to give out points for that round. And uh, I think I'm going to give the points for that round to Mr Omid Jalili, Thank ladies and much. gentlemen. Yes. Now... <laughs>
Now, the, uh, the Champions League. Uh, we are going to talk about Manchester United and Chelsea later in the show. So much as it pains me to say it, let's talk about Arsenal. Uh, Ian, didn't they do well to hold Bayern to five goals last night? <laughs> Look, it's, it's as I've been saying all along, Wenger plays his second string side. Why Ospina was dropped for that match, I just cannot <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's, it, but it, it comes back to the thing, he picked the wrong teams when he should have been winning the games earlier in the tournament. He, he was never going to go to Bayern Munich and try and get a result. It was never going to happen. Well, we do have quite a lot of injuries at the moment. I've never said that yeah, sentence you, before. You as an really Arsenal missed Walcott last night. He would have made <laughs> All the difference. Why Arsenal's Arsenal's training centre must be like a field hospital. <laughs> they must be a bit like they must be lying in corridors on gurneys waiting their turn. I, I think to be fair to Arsenal, I think the goal that was scored was uh, it was not handball. Ozil scored clearly with his eyeballs, and, <laughs> uh, and he was he'd just been auditioning for Bugs Life the day before, and I think the game would have been. I thought that deserved a bigger laugh actually, but the. Uh, the <laughs> But I do think they were unlucky because it was a very important. It would have made, made the score 1-1 one, one at the yeah, time. Yeah, we'd have lost 5-2. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> it does look like Arsenal may well end up in the Europa League. Um, do you think, how are they going to sell that to the fans? Do you think? <laughs> what are they going to say? Hey, do you know what? You want to watch The Apprentice and Bake Off live? Well, you no. can now. It's Wednesday nights. It's a legitimate way. You can, you can win the Europa League. Before people forget, you can win the Europa League and qualify for the Champions League. I think, no, but we'd never have, we do get in the Champions League uh, anyway. Now, by the way, let's talk about Man City briefly. I was talking okay. about Chelsea. Uh, no, no, we'll do, we'll do Chelsea. We've got a, we've got a whole section on yes, Chelsea. Okay. Um, we'll talk about Man City briefly. Uh, uh, they look quite good. They do look very good. It's amazing right? what you do if you can spend five billion quid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who'd have thought that money could buy success? <laughs> it's unheard of, isn't it, really? Uh, they, they, uh... Wallahi, I beg to differ, Wallahi, I have to say. At this point, it's, it's correct to speak in the Arabic accent. We are playing great football. We have a great manager who looks like he has Ebola, by the way. I have to say... <laughs> I should never have said it. I'll tell no, you. But he doesn't look like that. He he red eyes. He's always, he's always running. The guy has Ebola. <laughs> which, by the way, I'm all for. I've always liked Ebola. But I will say... <laughs> but for me, actually, for me, the best moment of that game was... I now understand why they bought Raheem Sterling. Because you know when they talk about uh, attacking players, they get behind the defence. If you saw what he did, he runs backwards first. And then he sells a dummy. The best time he runs forward about five yards, then goes back and they put him through. I did that move once. I went one way and literally it was like the Titanic moving around slowly. <laughs> it took me about half an hour to turn back. Turns like a ship in the harbour. Basically, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. It was, but that was, it was Raheem Sterling basically got them kicked out. And I now see why they bought him because I never really rated him that highly. Right. Oh, that oh, was oh. worrying him as well. That was, you could see. Yeah, he, he was run about thinking, I wonder how Omid is viewing this game. <laughs> I really, actually, I don't know if anyone, I really thought he'd scored against Italy. Did you all go mad, you know, when England scored against... Oh, we had to do a show minutes? straight after the game. Uh, but do you that, remember that? Did, I, I did, for about a minute, I thought it was a goal. I was going berserk. Yeah. Has that, did, did that happen to the whole country? No, it was just no, you. It was just no, me. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, give out the points. And for, for being under the illusion that England drew two all with Italy in the World Cup, <laughs> I can't give the points to Army, so I'm giving the points to Ian Moore. No, no! Yeah. Score is 1-1. So, a fairly typical week in the life of Jose Mourinho. A temporary stay of execution last night, perhaps, but banned from a stadium, criticised by the Referees Association, sued by the ex-club doctor and dealing with a dressing room revolt. And there's also an unsubstantiated rumour that his boiler has broken down just before the cold snap sets in. <laughs> <laughs> Although... <laughs> 
It's true. Although Jose thinks that Arsene Wenger might have paid off the plumber. Um, Omid, is he still the special one? You know something? I, I love the fact that John Terry came out and he said... Came out? Yes, he did. This is Finally. my point. This Finally. is my point. We all knew everybody fancies Jose Mourinho. This is the problem. In the same way, we used to watch Ava Carniero and people used to like look at her and because we just, just desperately didn't want our wives and girlfriends to think that we fancied her. It's the same thing with uh, Jose Mourinho. Everyone fancies him and, they don't, they, and, and now it's, everyone's jumping up and down. What they should do is just put a bed in the middle of Stamford Bridge <laughs> and see who wants to jump in a bed with him because frankly, it's more, more interesting than what's going on in the pitch. The only time he smiles now is when he's, there's some perceived injustice. Yes, that's a good it's point. It's like a teenage boy. When they score, he's like, well, we score. But when there's, if they don't get a penalty or something, he's running around with a massive great grin on his face. Yes. He's got it all wrong. Well, he, I mean, let's have a look at the interview. The other thing we've got is a great interview that Des Kelly did on BT Sport at the weekend. This is after the Liverpool game, I believe. Uh, I have nothing, nothing to say. What's this? Nothing to say about the game at all? Nothing. 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 nothing to say about the Lucas decision that left him on the pitch? Nothing to say. I have nothing to say. The Costa clash? I have nothing to say. I'm so sorry, I have nothing to say. <laughs> Do you not think it's time to have a chat to the fans just to give them some message, give them indication of your the thinking? I'm not stupid. We heard them chanting on that. Cool. I'm not stupid. You did say before this game that you weren't worried. Are you a little bit more worried now? No. Worried about what? Your future, your own position at the club, the backing of the board? No. no. Not worried about anything? Nothing about the game at all? At all. No individual performance you'd like to pick out? No. Nothing about the performance going ahead? Nothing. Nothing about the way we could fix it? I cannot say. Thank you for your time, Jose. Great interview. Yay. What a great interview. Uh, no, seriously. Um, seriously. Oh, come on. Come on. Seriously, have you got anything to say about the interview? If you don't have a partial erection after seeing that interview, oh, I mean, nothing will I mean, give you. I, I don't have any sort of <laughs> erection. Uh, I mean, the thing is with uh, the thing is with Mourinho, there's always baggage, isn't there? I've I mean, got nothing to say, mate. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, that's one of the most passive-aggressive interviews I think I've ever seen. It was that. It was, was well, well done, Jose Mourinho. Well done, Des, for getting through that. But yeah. Well, it, it, he obviously had somebody in his ear going, "Keep asking questions." Yeah, but they must, like, he must have like, something to like say. It's like playing that yes/no game at school, though, isn't it? It's like, it's like, I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing to say. What did you call me? I've got nothing. To say. <laughs> Keith, Keith, uh, Keith Davies over there, uh, our man of the people. Keith, have you got anything to say? By the way, no, I haven't. Nothing. Hey. Absolutely. No. <laughs> no. 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 Not saying a word. No. Okay. No. Not a titter. No. no. I think he's hilarious. Every football fan in the country <laughs> is loving this. Not every football fan. Well, not every fan. Yeah, but you don't count them as real. Fans, do you? <laughs> I mean, this, what Omid was saying, though, you know, he, everyone wants to get in bed with him. Really? I mean, he looks like a tramp. How many people want to get in bed with a tramp? I fancy traps. You do. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. The rest now, of the country don't. I, he's got, I'll tell you what, if he's a tramp, he's got a lovely coat. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, as we said at the beginning, uh, Jose Mourinho will not be allowed anywhere near the Britannia Stadium for the all-important clash with Stoke on Saturday. He has to stay at the team hotel to watch the game. I know, as if things haven't been bad enough for Jose, he's going to have to ask for a late check-out the Premier in Stoke just so he can watch the second half. Um, I'm going to give out the points. And, uh, Omid, you worry me with your, your man love for Jose. So I'm going to give the points once again to Ian Moore. No, no, now, now, of course, 
The only person who knows how this will all end is Roman Abramovich, and he never speaks in public. Like he is Jose. like the Harpo Marx of football owners. <laughs> when asked by a reporter whether Jose will still be in charge at Christmas, he said, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and then he cut the reporter's tie in half. Uh, Ian. Anyone under 50, uh, Harpo Marx was a very entertaining yeah. comedian. Um, <laughs> Ian, wasn't it? who's in the frame? Uh, who's in the frame for the Chelsea? Well, assuming that Jose, I can't. How I long think can it last? There's nobody in the frame for the Chelsea job for, for two reasons. One, I don't think he's going to be sacked. The, the reason why he's not going to be sacked is because every available manager in world football, they've already sacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they can go back. You can go well, back for a second. Go back. Go. Well, who? Who? Ranieri. 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 There's the one. See, this is the thing. This yeah. is why there's problems at Chelsea. It's karma. Everybody that Jose Mourinho's ever had a feud with is doing really well at the moment. Benitez is top of the league. Guardiola's top of the league. Pellegrini's top of the league. Ranieri's doing well. Arsene Wenger's yeah. doing well. It's true. What Villa should do is employ Eva Carnero as manager. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. No, but I would love to see Ranieri back at Chelsea because it, it gives a lovely kind of. Circle of, circle of life thing. It's a bit like, yeah, I'm sure if he comes back, all the Chelsea fans would just go, Azibenya. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sing that. No, beautiful. It would be wonderful. Beautiful. I, want, I would like to hold you up in front yeah, of the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, for one, actually, well, I'm very not upset. Gonna it's not going to happen. <laughs> a lot of Chelsea fans, because we loved Ranieri. Because when, when Jose. You did not we love Ranieri. We love Ranieri. Ranieri was second in the league, and if it, we were very unlucky to lose to Monaco in the Champions League uh, semi final. And actually, when, when Mourinho was coming, there was a lot of... I remember John Inverdale saying, you're, you're behaving in a very dignified way, and everyone loved Ranieri, and all the Chelsea were thinking, this, this Jose guy better be good, because we loved Ranieri. Yeah. I'd love to have him back. Yeah, eventually. well, I mean, at some point, I mean, after the Liverpool game, they said there was a picture of Bruce Buck texting, and they were speculating, what's he doing? Is he checking out the manager? Unless Bruce Buck has any say... <laughs> Bruce who is, Buck be? is one of the best names in football, though, isn't it? I mean, if, if you're going to run Chelsea along the lines of some kind of Bond villain empire, <laughs> right? And uh, you can imagine the training ground at the moment. The mood's dark. It's a bit like a Batman Gotham City around there at the moment. But Bruce Buck is a fantastic name to have on your side. Like Omid Galore. <laughs> which, which it's exactly which like which is me. Just yeah, lots of me. That has really planted a horrible picture in my mind. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to give out the points to that round. I love Omid Galore. I'm going to give the points to yes! Omid Jalili. I've got it last minute. Yeah. I've sneaked it in. I've sneaked it in. <laughs> now, it's 3-2 to Omid. Now, as per usual at this time, we hear from a man who's slowly losing his mind. What? We've already done, Jose Mourinho. OK, let's hear... Yeah. Let's hear from Keith Dover, Man of the People! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you. Hi, Keith. Hi. So, so, what words of wisdom have you got for us this week, Keith? Well, once again, I'm straining at the leash. I'm, I'm an angry man, right? <laughs> Manchester That's your default position. It is my default position, right? Manchester City might be fined because their fans booed the Champions League anthem. Right? And many people would say, rightly so. But how dare they, you know, have a go at this fine body of men whose integrity is only second to FIFA, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, of course we should all sing along to Handel Zartok the Priest. It's such a catchy tune. Is that what it is? Yes, what it is. I never knew is what it? it was. I mean, what do uh, UEFA want us to do? Uh, sort of pledge allegiance, uh, put our hand over a lit candle like the Mafia do? <laughs> you know, maybe stand on a Bible. I mean, 
Nobody stands on a Bible. <laughs> well, you do. Oh, in some places you have to, trust me. But... <laughs> uh, who is behind all this? I'll tell you who's behind all this. Right? I'll tell who is you. it? Who is it? It is the president of the Icelandic Football Federation. What's his name? Geir Thorsteinsten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. That was almost like we were walking down a Helsinki right, high school. Right, Iceland, right? <laughs> Iceland, Helsinki? that, that no. well-governing body of football, right? Iceland, this is where, this is the nub of it. This is the whole crux of it. Iceland have not forgiven us, right, for the Cod War during the 70s, right? <laughs> Despite the fact that Bjork had a few hits back in the 90s, you would have thought, no. <laughs> If is he, this getting off the point? Of no, it's not. This is this. No, UEFA, FIFA, they're all set against us. We're the ones who should be claiming injustice on this. Maradona's hand of God, right? Sol Campbell's disallowed goal against Portugal. Frank Lampard's ball over the line, right? I'm behind Manchester City fans. We shouldn't take this anymore. We're going to put a line in the sand and we're going to stand up for them and we will boo that Champions League anthem at every given opportunity, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think Keith should be the new leader of the Labour Party. <laughs> Imagine. You're going to find it very hard-pressed to find a line in the sand in Manchester, but I'm, I'm agreeing with the well, sand. Well, obviously, what I love about that Iceland. picture, that picture of the Man City fans, they've written down the word boo. They boo. had. Just in case, <laughs> just in case somebody didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll be hearing more from Keith Dover later in the oh, show, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Ah. Listen to that tune. Beautiful, isn't it? That's entertainment. That is what the DJ played at Selhurst Park before Manchester United drew nil-nil with Palace last weekend. <laughs> uh, since then, Louis van Gaal has been on the offensive all week. It's a shame that his team aren't doing that. Uh, he responded to Paul Scholes saying that they're done negative by saying that Old Trafford has not always been the theatre of dreams. Although it is now because everyone's asleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> terrible, isn't it? We used to love... I mean, I think I can speak yeah. for all of us. We used to love watching Man United. Now, it's a bit dull, isn't it? It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, a bit ponderous, isn't it? It's just... And he sits there... He sits there in the dugout and he's, and he's like that. He's just... And I thought he was taking notes and he's not. He's painting a watercolour. <laughs> That's why they're moving so slowly. He's going, stop running around. <laughs> I'm trying to get a good, good angle here. He can get, he can get Schweinsteiger with that. Gary Neville said that Man United against Man City was the best... That, that first half was the best half of football he'd seen because there were no mistakes. I mean, I didn't see all of it because I went to bed. That's the truth. <laughs> I was so bored. That was a lunchtime kick-off, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 it was. <laughs> That's how dull it was. Um, I, and I think the fans are getting upset as well. They, they booed when Martial was taken off yeah. uh, the other night. They, well, they... I think the fans were actually the manager the other night. I'm not sure Van Hal told them to go and attack. It was like 50,000 managers in Old Trafford all shouting, attack! No, don't take him off. Give it to the big bloke up front. They were, they were the manager and Van Hal was just sitting there going, what? <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> and, and when they scored, he just kind of went... <laughs> what did you have to do with it? Yeah. Are, are you saying that Van Gaal is like Simon Cowell in X Factor looking back at the audience? Is that what you're saying? I like no, I prefer saying. Simon Callow because I think... I Simon think Callow! Simon Callow! <laughs> Simon Callow! I love that Dickensian Shakespearean. Exactly. <laughs> Does that mean Ryan Giggs is uh, Cheryl Cole? <laughs> <laughs>
Is that how we're going? There is a school of thought that says United's troubles stem from their players being played out of position. Uh, Anthony Martial should be playing through the middle. Daley Blind probably shouldn't be at centre-half. And Wayne Rooney would be better in a much deeper role, possibly in the upper tier of the Stretford end. <laughs> uh, I'd uh, put him on the lower tier, just for safety's sake. <laughs> I mean, what can they do? Is, is it just Van Gaal's just incredibly pragmatic and it's a bit... Just, well, they're, they're playing... They've got Feinsteiger and Carrick in that midfield, say, the other night. So that's two anchors. We never, well, anchors combined anchors. age, 77. A lot more anchors in the Chelsea team. Yeah. There's, um, <laughs> and it used to be that United would have a marauding centre midfield, and they just don't have that anymore. They don't have any movement at all. I love, I love a marauding midfield player. Mm. Who was the last Man United marauding centre midfielder? Roy Keane. That was just in a town centre. The last one. <laughs> yeah, that was on a Saturday night. It's just maraud about. That's a good question. I can't. Yeah, think no, of they, they don't. They don't have anyone who. Brian Robson, of course, but they don't have anyone who's no driver energy. Drive them something. forward. Do you think it's the manager? Because we because because uh, Angel well, he's, he's sixty-five. Left. He can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. So that was for no, but they don't like because I, I was very worried that I mean Angel Di Maria was very very vocal about how awful he was as a manager. Yeah, no, he wasn't happy at all. No, no, and 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 then you had lots of other pop up people pop up around <laughs> Europe saying he's not a great manager. Look at the way only at Barcelona he played okay. Every other team he went, they basically ruined the team. But he did, get, but he did go in the dressing room at half-time in a game and drop his trousers just to show who had the bigger balls. Is that what he did? <laughs> yeah. You see, well, I, I think that's probably that. why that's, they stopped running around. That <laughs> image is just floating around their head. Um, and they're I'm, ready to throw up. Uh, I'm going to uh, give out the points for that round. And uh, do you know what? I'm going to give the points to Ian Moore, yes. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Now, yes. Trouble in Turkey this week. Trabzonspor were playing Gaziantepspor. That's easy for me to say. Uh, in the Turkish league. And after Trabzon were denied a late penalty, I love this, the chairman had the ref, or the director, in fact, had the ref and his officials locked in their dressing room for four hours. Now, lucky they weren't playing Chelsea. They'd have been stuck in there with Jose Mourinho. Or uh, <laughs> uh, should we adopt a similar system in this country? That would be amazing, actually, because jo Jose Mourinho was fined because he swore at the ref at the West Ham game. Can he did, yeah. Can you imagine if Jose, had actually, after the game, had locked the referee in the West Ham dressing room? He'd locked him, and then David Cameron would ring and say, Jose, now you've got to leave him alone. He's maybe made some mistakes, but, you know, Aston Villa are at the bottom of the league and they need some help <laughs> from a referee. They didn't get no, no, no. Oh, he... The context, the context is that the 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 uh, president of Turkey phoned up I the president the of the club. That's what happened. And they let the referee go. Didn't you, you do that thought, joke again? I thought you said that. Didn't you say that at the beginning? No, I didn't. No, no. Otherwise, that would have been great. Uh, the, the, and can the, I do that again? <laughs> that would have been, can I do that again? That would have been, that that would have been one of the highlights of the show. Why was uh, that not? Because that's the whole point. You had the president of Turkey rings up. No, we don't. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's what happened. The president of Turkey. The president of Turkey rang up to intervene. I mean, I said it's a bit like if Jose Mourinho kept the referee <laughs> at West Ham. <laughs> David Cameron. See, it works. David, David Cameron. Cameron rings ah, up. And now Jose, Jose let yeah. him go because Villa are at the bottom of the league and we need some help. <laughs> Do you know the thing? Anyway, West Ham. There was. Uh, <laughs> that's a good joke! <laughs> uh, there was. Um, sorry. There was. Uh, Can I do it a third time? No. <laughs> there was. Uh, <laughs> 
There was a Twitter storm on Monday night. When isn't there a Twitter storm? Uh, but there was one on Monday night when Mike Dean appeared to celebrate Tottenham's opening goal against Aston Villa. <laughs> now, Arsenal fans have long since claimed that Dean has an anti-Arsenal bias, although it wasn't so much the arm in the air and more when he ran over to the Tottenham bench, hugged Maurizio Pochettino, kissed the badge and broke into a rendition of Harry Kane, he's one of our own. Uh, <laughs> so, who said that? Here are our six football luminaries. Keith Dover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Ronaldo, Jose Mourinho, Gianfranco Zola, Rafa Benitez and John Terry. I'm going to read out three quotes. You have to tell me which of these six said it. Right, quote number one. My dream, let us say my ambition, is to be Chelsea manager someday in the future. Who said that? And it wasn't Jose Mourinho, by the way. <laughs> or Ava Carnero. Ava Carnero, no. Do you have any thoughts? Was it Keith? Was it, was it Keith? It wasn't. Was it Keith? Oddly enough. Keith's wearing the same shirt in that picture as he's wearing there as well. <laughs> Keith is going to be manager what of the Icelandic shirt? football team. Was it John team. Terry? It wasn't John Terry. Omid, any thoughts? We're Whitley. It's got to be Zola. It is, Zola? in fact, Gianfranco Zola. Yeah. In an interview in the Italian papers last week, Gianfranco's managerial career has taken a bit of a weird turn. He was at West Ham, then Watford, Canary in Italy, and he currently manages Al Arabi, which may be in the Middle East. Um, uh, you I'm gonna, I think so, yeah. I'm going to award that. Omi gets a point for that one. Uh, quote uh, two. What I'm trying to say is what person in their right mind decides to go to Hull on a bank holiday Monday? Now, for me, this is clearly a toss-up between Keith Dover and Salman Rushdie. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Well, well, you're right, Omid. It is actually uh, Keith Dover. Yes. Uh, yes. Of course, not That's being in his right mind, Keith has been a hole in the bank holding Monday on many occasions. <laughs> uh, another point to Omid there. Uh, final quote. Just so you know, many think like me here, but don't dare say it. They don't have the balls to tell you. Do we have any idea what this is about? Do we know? What yeah. was that again? What was that quote again? Oh, shall I read it again? Uh, okay, just so you know, many think like me here, but don't dare say it. They don't have the balls to tell you. It's Jose. It, oh, of course it is Jose Mourinho. It is Jose, like, but I've no idea why. I just reckon that's what he says every morning. <laughs> <laughs> to himself in the mirror. <laughs> is it, uh, is it, well, that's actually, they can tell you why there's a problem at Chelsea, because there were no balls in training. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have Give the balls. Ball. Yeah, uh, that's the, uh, he is right there. The answer is uh, Jose Mourinho telling uh, Cristiano Ronaldo he let the team down. This is after the 2013 wow. Copa del Rey quarter-final against Valencia. According to a new biography mm. about Ronaldo by Guillaume Balague, uh, Mourinho reduced Ronaldo to tears. He's doing that to Chelsea fans now. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Do we know what he did? Uh, what, what did Ronaldo do? Then? Ronaldo uh, didn't track back or something. He so might have scored eight goals in a game, but that wasn't enough uh, for Jose. There were a number of other revelations in the book including the fact that during his teenage years, Ronaldo stole two pots of yoghurt. Yeah, that's how the craze started. Uh, and was he also... It, was it he a also, thrush thing? No, 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 it's nothing to do with that. He also has an obscene nickname for Lionel Messi. Now, obviously, I can't repeat it on a family show, but Ravel Morrison pronounces it... <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, I think uh, Ian, Ian got the points 5-4 to Ian. Now, aside from Chelsea's abject demise in the Premier League, uh, possibly the most surprising story of the season so far is the amazing and continued success at Leicester. Uh, going from Nigel Pearson to Claudio Ranieri is certainly a change of managerial style. We do have a Leicester fan in, that's good. Uh, going well. I mean, it is like going from a pit bull terrier with anger management issues to a cuddly old Labrador who doesn't even bark when the doorbell goes. Uh, Ian, who saw this coming? 
It's great, isn't it? It it's is great. great. It's, I think everybody. I don't. Know, does anybody? I mean, you're saying that Chelsea fans still like Claudio Ranieri. I don't no, know anybody who doesn't like Claudio mm. Ranieri. You've got to have some kind of Roman Abramovich. <laughs> <laughs> he is the only person, <laughs> and he's the only one that counts. Does Roman really like anybody? Can, does anybody really know Roman Abramovich? How well, he's, he's never spoken, as we never, say. Well, maybe he hasn't got a voice. Oh. Maybe, maybe he is the Harpo Marx of, of modern football. <laughs> we have been talking oink, about it. Oink, he goes. Uh, Claudio Ranieri is sort of like a kindly old uncle, isn't he? Doesn't he feel... Like, you can imagine him turning up at a party and everyone going, Claudio's here! He's got sweets! <laughs> I think like that. I think the, pe the pizza stunt was, was, was very The telling. pizza stuff was great, wasn't yeah, it? Because, he, because I think, if you look at someone like Jamie Vardy, who's playing so well, you often hear people like Alan Shearer saying, you know, you need to be loved as a striker. If, if, you, you need to, that's why when Bobby Robson took over from Rude Hullet, if you remember, he, Hullet didn't love Shearer, which is why they fell out. They so did now, fall out. So now Ranieri loves his players. He's, he's just a very genuine person. I think that if you look at Riyad Mahrez, Wallahi, Riyad Mahrez, Wallahi, what the player he is. Wallahi, <laughs> Mahrez. Yallah, uh, Mahrez. <laughs> he was like a nothing player, but I look at the way he came up. Riyad Mahrez, Wallahi. He does one turn, three Aston Villa players go that way. Have you ever seen stuff like this in your life? Never. It's all because I'm going to keep talking in the Arabic accent. <laughs> Wallahi, Mahrez, he is the greatest player ever I've seen in my life. Because it's all because of the Claudio Ranieri. I am not, this is going nowhere, but I'm, just keep, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. We're happy to listen. Um, uh, now, I love you. Okay. So, um, it's all Ranieri. Casper Schmeichel. Uh, he's doing very well in goal. Casper Schmeichel, can you do Danish? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, well, I, I tell you, I can do Danish as well. Danish is a very specific accent. This <laughs> is also going nowhere. Kasper Schmeichel, he's, I mean, I was, I was watching him on TV and he right. was complaining about the fact that, that people always go up to him and he takes his dad out for a meal. Yeah. And people go, you're a good goalie, not as good as your dad. Nice. <laughs> that must drive nice. him nuts. That's nice, isn't but it? he's doing, I mean, they have a lot of unsung players, you know. Uh, um, Drinkwater's doing very well. Schlup. Schlup is, is great. I love. Schlup's a great name. Albright, Albright, is that uh, he should be playing for England? Isn't he? He's in the squad. He's in the squad. He's in the squad. If you look at his his assists, Albright, I remember Albright. Which bodes well for the future. Yeah, he's a really actually one of those really un underrated players. Yeah, yeah, but but how long can it last with Leicester? I mean, can it can it keep going? Was how long are there going to be pizzas available? Well, no, they no, they only get pizzas when they keep the clean sheets. Yeah. I think it's happened Good once. Point, yes. Isn't it Jamie Vardy can't eat the pizzas anyway because he's on a very strict diet? Well, that's the point, actually. It's interesting. Let's say they kept loads of clean sheets. They get loads of pizzas, get really fat, and then get really <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jamie Vardy's on a diet? Yeah. That guy's so thin he walks into a snooker hall and starts choking his head. This guy is... <laughs> this guy... Why is he on a diet? <laughs> Good. I, I love what you're saying. That. That's lovely. <laughs> Jamie Vardy uh, continues to break goal-scoring records and his rise from anonymity to the top of his profession is nothing short of sensational. He is truly the Jeremy Corbyn of the East Midlands. Uh, although he prefers not to be so far out on the left wing. What's Jamie Corbyn got to do with Jamie Vardy? He's, he's come from nowhere. He's oh, come I from see. nowhere. That's what I mean. Right. Uh, I'm going to give out the points to that round, and purely for the snooker joke. Uh, the points <laughs> go to Omid Jalili. Now, oh. almost, almost through. Uh, the, uh, the games coming up the weekend. Let's have a look at the games coming up. There are some uh, excellent games. The BT game on, Friday, on, uh, on Saturday morning. Bournemouth against Newcastle. Cracker! Yeah, he's a cracker. Um, Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle fans to get to Bournemouth should probably set off around now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that 
is a 750-mile round trip Seven to watch really? Newcastle. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit much, isn't they it? They might really? get a point, actually. They might get a point at Bournemouth. Yeah, they might. Oh, we've all... oh, oh, sorry, Keith. You got very quickly. No, I'll, I'll, we all love Newcastle fans, but will anybody say anything when Bournemouth have to go to Newcastle? Will anyone go, oh, those Bournemouth fans have had a 750-mile trip to Newcastle? No, they won't. They yeah. won't even have the camera put Right, on. OK. Uh, well, yeah. you, you said it, Keith. You're absolutely right. Well, OK. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it on the next show. Uh, Stoke... Uh, Stoke uh, like my accents, that last point was going nowhere. I said that as an Icelandic, Icelandic ambassador. <laughs> Back in the room. Stoke Chelsea. Sorry. Stoke Chelsea. I think Chelsea. Do you know what? Chelsea are just going to rip them to pieces because they should have won 10 0 in the League Cup. It was a travesty they didn't win that game. I'd say Stoke won Chelsea 10. And of course, uh, the North London derby as well uh, coming up. Uh, that is it uh, for the show. The final score is 6 4 to Omid Jalili. <laughs> Thanks to our guests, Omid Jalili. Ian Moore, man of the people, Keith Dover. We'll be back in three weeks when we're joined by Ian Moore and Ardlo Hanlon. See you then.